Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up, inspiring health stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Go ahead, hit subscribe on YouTube. Turn on those notifications. Why don't you? And please connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, today you are going to meet Angela Cruz. She is a weight loss blogger, but before she started her YouTube channel, she was a South Florida reporter and TV anchor. Yes, we are cut from the same cloth, and I couldn't believe how much we actually had in common during this conversation. She's talking about her 60-pound weight loss journey, yo-yo dieting up and down, and also how she's going from binge eating to a balanced lifestyle. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Let me introduce Angela Cruz, who, as we were just talking about, former South Florida TV newsy. So we have that in common turned weight loss blogger. Is that the right way to describe you? Yep. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> so happy to be here. I was telling Tamika right before we came on and recorded, I was like, it's great talking to former newsies because we think differently. We just look at life in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. So actually tell us, because I know we just started ch chatting. So tell me a little bit about who you are, your background, your path, and what you do now. Okay, so I am a former TV news anchor. That was like my first professional career. And I was in news for nine years, then made the switch to full-time PR. And today my real job, aside from the late weight loss blogging is I'm actually a PR spokesperson for a Fortune 500 company here in Florida, which I love, I'm really passionate about that quote unquote real full-time job. But my side fun, you know, what I do like passion project, you know, I don't do it for the money kind of thing is that I have a YouTube channel where I talk about overcoming binge eating addiction and my weight loss journey and, you know, mental tips, tricks, life hacks for people like me who have struggled with yo-yo dieting and weight all their lives. And I'm sure you can imagine Tamika just, you know, in my tenure on air, my weight affected my performance. Like it affected my confidence. It genuinely affected my ability to earn because whenever I was applying for jobs to get to bigger markets, you know, I started the traditional path where I was like small market, medium market, large market, getting to each bigger market, I guarantee you was harder for me than the average reporter because I was heavier on air. So this mm -hmm. is something that I've struggled with publicly for years. And now that I'm known in the weight loss industry, it's because I think I finally carved out a niche for myself talking about my binge eating addiction and how I'm dealing with that. I'm so excited and thanks for being so open. I was just like diving into your YouTube videos and I'm like, I love how authentic you are in these videos um, because honestly, it's something I can relate a lot to as well as far as being on camera. Yo-yo um, dieting is me like a thousand percent all the way. Um, actually, when I was at Channel 10 WPLG in Miami, Fort Lauderdale market, I had I was working the morning shift, gained 
I don't know, maybe 30, 35 pounds, just that schedule. I mean, waking up at two in the morning, you're eating gas station food at four in the morning. Like it's just all bad. And, you know, you start hearing people at the station talking about you and like, oh, okay, she's getting weight or, you know, she looks a little different on air. And, you know, I've seen it done to other people as well. It wasn't just me. But, you know, you gain weight, people notice it. And um, I was like, I'm that extreme person. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like this. I'm going to take control back and I'm going to do a bodybuilding competition. Lost 40 pounds in 18 weeks and got on stage and placed fifth. (laughs) And the station ended up following me for nine weeks on my weight loss journey. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, I'm watching your content and I'm like, okay, we have a lot in common because we both like to talk about this space, but it's also like I've always struggled with consistency. So I'm super interested and excited to learn how you pivoted from TV and then at what point you decided to turn this into a blog like did the weight loss journey come first or did the blog come first like how did that all happen oh my gosh before we talk about me I just have to give a <laughs> shout out for you allowing the station to follow you through the weeks I'm like was it a sweet piece like because <laughs> so, that is amazing so it ended up being really really awesome but I actually I didn't tell anybody I was training for this at first because I wasn't sure I could do it um, in the short period of time. Like I picked a show and it was 18 weeks away and I knew I had a lot of weight to lose to actually like get on stage. But then once I was like really hitting my goals, I was like, okay, I'm a reporter. I'm going to be on stage in a bikini. <laughs> let me go to my news director because if these pictures end up somewhere, like at least let me be upfront about what I'm doing. So I told him, hey, just FYI, I'm planning on doing this, wanted to make sure you're cool with it. And he was like, yeah, maybe we could do a story on it. And it turned into a weekly piece. And I'm like writing blogs on the website and people are starting to come work out with me who are viewers. I'm sharing viewer weight loss stories. So it was a really cool way to get the community involved and excited people came to the show and cheered me on and once I had that I even worked harder and it pushed me and motivated me more to like hit those goals so um yeah it wasn't part of the plan (laughs) but it ended up being a really cool extra motivator I love that you did that competition because I personally believe that number one it's really challenging and hard and people don't understand how much commitment it takes to do that type of competition because you know it's super super strict and a lot of pressure a lot of eyes on you especially because at that time you were in the public eye but I also feel like um the accountability that it provides for you and it's like you knew you had to hit that because you were going to get on there I also feel like if you're gonna put a bikini photo of you on social media, make it a competition because it's classy. It's classy, right? right? Like it's not right. like the whole my butt's hanging out. You know, listen, I want to say on the something beach. about Miami. <laughs> listen, I like Miami, but that's a tough, tough market. I have always said, you know, when I look at the entire nation's map of the DMAs for non-TV people, that's like the you know the markets and the market size or whatever. Miami and Los Angeles are the most looks-based markets. And it's funny because I often would see girls who would rise up through the ranks, like quickly get to the anchor desk or, you know, go yep. up each market size like fast. And I'm like, you have the Miami look exactly. and it's a look, you know, exactly. it's very thin, it's lean, big lips, lots of makeup, big lashes, you big know, hair, really thick and shiny. Yep. I, I, you know, I respect it. I never had it. 
you know, mm-hmm. for the rest of us that didn't have the Miami look, I felt like I had to work harder, you know, mm-hmm. to get where I was because I'm like, well, I'm not going to get there based on my hair. You know, yep. being dead. So it's like, I better bring good story ideas and good writing. And, you know, I definitely think that um, Miami's a tough market. So I respect that you did that. Like even the fact that you were able to get into that market, because I swear, I feel like I applied to Miami three or four times, never got in, you know, they would reach out and then nothing would ever happen. I'm like, it's probably because they saw me and were like, you know, but I do feel that um, the TV industry is very looks based Mm -hmm. and it makes it hard because you tend to look at yourself that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, and and you wonder, is this my value? So it started for me super young, you know, where I was like, wow, if I don't look a certain way, this is this, you know, and I think that's why I ended up first becoming a beauty blogger. And it's because I didn't feel beautiful. You know, like growing up as a biracial individual where, you know, I had a really tough childhood of in terms of like my mom loved me, but she's a critical Asian mom. And I feel like she never complimented me and always made me feel like you don't look thin enough or you don't look a certain way. And so I felt not beautiful. So I was constantly chasing beauty, like buying makeup, buying hair extensions, doing all the things to help me feel a way that I didn't feel. For me, one of the biggest weights I ever reached was after I won the Today Show Social Star contest for YouTube. And because I knew I was going to be on the Today Show a couple of times and it became, I became a style contributor for the today.com style section, I felt a lot of pressure to lose weight fast. And it's similar Mm -hmm. to your journey with, you know, going with 18 weeks to lose 30, 40 pounds to be on stage in a bikini. For me, I looked at it like, okay, in a couple of months, I'm going to be on the Today Show. So let me, you know, I did the HCG diet, which I do not recommend ever, ever, ever. I've heard of that. And it's basically, girl, it's so bad. It's 500 calories a day. I lost a lot of weight. What happened was I got down smaller, but then I rebounded higher than I ever have before. And my highest weight was 210 and I am five foot two and I'm talking, that's bad juju. Mm -hmm. And I've always struggled with binge eating. But I think after that, my binge eating addiction became like a massive problem because I would literally just sit and just inhale food. And I think it's because, you know, doing two rounds of HCG, sure, I'm not gonna lie, I looked better on TV. I did, but it wasn't really worth it in the long run because I'm here I am four or five years later. And I'm like, wow, you know, I look back and it was just like down, but up, 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 up. So What happened after that was I began a journey of what can I do for long-term weight loss? And that's when I joined Weight Watchers and I've been on Weight Watchers many different times. You know, it's a wonderful program, but I think what um, really made me known in the weight loss industry and why I pivoted from the beauty blogging to weight loss is when I started doing a program that's called Brightline Eating. And before Brightline Eating, I did other things like I did get a health coach. Um, She lives in Fort Lauderdale. So, you know, if anybody's here local or even, you know, if you're looking for a health coach nationally, I do recommend her. I like to call her my first step in self-love because she really helped me with that. Her name is Andrea. And I believe her Instagram is things Andrea says. I know it is for sure. So definitely look her up if anybody's looking for that, you know, um, deep down, learn to love yourself no matter what, what weight. Uh, message Mm. because she's the one that taught me that that was important Andrea was step one step two was um, reading two books called brain over binge and never binge again for me as a binge eating addict when I get those urges to binge it feels like life or death it feels like I have no option those books will teach you that you don't have to give in you simply recognize the thought acknowledge the thought detach from it and realize that that thought is coming from your lower brain. That's your Neanderthal brain. That's the brain that evolved over, you know, the millennia. And you recognize it, but you also understand that your higher thinking brain 
So your subcortex is your Neanderthal brain, the higher thinking brain, which is your prefrontal cortex, is where you get all of your voluntary the words I'm saying to you out of my mouth, this, you know, the fact that I'm sitting down right here, all of these actions are driven by my prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. And what you need to realize is your prefrontal cortex controls all of your voluntary movements mm -hmm. and your prefrontal cortex is in charge. So your prefrontal cortex can tell your subcortex brain, nope, I choose not to binge. And it is as simple as that. For me, I still struggle. Like I do have my days where I'm like, I can talk back to my brain and I cannot binge, but then I have those days where I'm like, oh, look at me, I'm falling back into that habit because it's simply just a bad habit. It's not this deep psychological, oh, my mom didn't love me enough kind of thing. There's all of that and that's what my health coach helped me with, but for the principle of just stopping the binge and just not giving in to the urge, it's really fairly simple. It's just overcoming that urge and the habit. So I did a program that's called Right Line Eating and I mentioned it earlier, basically what it is, it's a very strict program that's based on Overeaters Anonymous food plan, which is no sugar, no flour, no snacks, three meals a day. And they're bounded quantities. Like it's, it's one of those things where it's like you eat the food plan, meaning like for breakfast, you have six ounces of fruit, you know, uh, four ounces of a protein or like, you know, two eggs kind of thing, you know, one ounce of a grain, that type of program. And that really worked well for me for a year in terms of like, you know, I lost a lot of weight. I was down 60 pounds mm -hmm. from my highest weight. So at the highest, I was 210. And on Brightly Meaning, I got down to 150. Feeling good, you know, getting lots of subscribers on YouTube. It's great. What I decided that made me be like, I'm not going to do Brightline Eating anymore is because of binge eating addiction. I think that for people like me, who are what the Brightline Eating founder calls 10 out of 10s on the food susceptibility scale. They have a quiz, foodfreedomquiz.com. If you go to foodfreedomquiz.com and you take that food quiz, it will tell you your tendency to be like addicted to certain foods like sugar and flour. I was a 10 out of 10. So for me, having had binge eating addiction in the past, unfortunately, that program would make my binges worse. And I realized mm. this over time, because what would happen is I would be perfect on the program and I would lose, 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 and then I'd go up. This has been a great year doing bright light eating. I have learned a lot. I've learned to eat more salads, eat more vegetables, but I've also realized that for someone like me that has binge eating addiction, it can trigger it, make it worse. Mm. So you have to be very careful with that type of program because it is restricted eating That's and it is a lower ask. calorie program. Yeah. Is that because yeah. you do feel calorie. restricted? Okay. When you say no to full food groups of sugar, which we know is the devil, sugar's the devil, let's be real. <laughs> but when you say no to it, it can build up something psychological mm. in your brain where it's like when you do give in, you go into, it's a real psychological phenomenon called what the hell effect. And I had that all the time on Brightline Eating. I also had the last meal syndrome where I'm like, tomorrow I'm gonna do Brightline Eating. And so tonight I binge and it was literally like five, six weeks right. of massive binges that I said, you know what? I'm not gonna do Brightline Eating right now. So on my YouTube channel, I take people through the program. I teach them how to do it. I show them my meal prep, my meal planning, grocery shopping with me. And I'm thankful for that time. And I do not discount that time because I genuinely believe for the people who are able to get into it and become what that program calls a crystal baser, where you build a crystal vase that's flawless, that has zero cracks, and they start brightly eating and they never get off of it. That is the program that will save their life. The principles that I've learned over all of these years, I'm trying to combine them into something that is sustainable and livable, not triggering. I'm on Weight Watchers, but I build in treats. Like mm -hmm. I build in some M&Ms, you know, and I sit there or whatever. My message and my mission is to tell 
other people who are in the shoes that I am in, that you are perfect and valuable and lovable and worthy of love today. I learned that from my health coach. And the, the feeling that you're withholding from yourself, the feeling that you're waiting on of when I lose 50 pounds or 100 pounds or 200 pounds, when I lose that weight, I'm going to love myself because then I will be valuable and worthy of love. That feeling belongs to you today. Mm. Claim it today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it would be helpful if you can help us define what is binge eating? Like, what exactly does that mean? Binge eating is clinically defined as consuming large amounts of food beyond the point of fullness and satisfaction and satiation. What happens when you go into your addiction is you get into a habit that numbs you out. And it absolutely does provide temporary relief from the feeling that you're, you know, the emotion that you're having at that time. If you feel a little bad, like you had a tough day at work, you come home, you want to go numb, you know, you want some relief, you turn to your habit that can take you out of your current state. When did you leave local TV news? I'm curious. I'm kind of going back a little bit. Sure. It's been, gosh, how many years? 2014. So what is that? Eight years ago? Oh my gosh, that was the same year as me. You left in 2014, went into, um, you know, PR, and then I guess shortly after started your business or you know your blog on the on the right. side right. Gotcha. and um i've been doing youtube i think since 2014 i swear it oh, was wow. like the moment i stopped tv and i got out i was like well i'm gonna finally go into youtube my youtube numbers have actually exploded over the past year because of the weight loss journey and i think it's because i do get on there and i do share real numbers and i do share real valuable information um even when i and saying to people, my most recent upload last week was, hey, guys, I'm actually not doing bright line eating. And I didn't have any unsubscribes. I was worried about that. I mm -hmm. literally was like, oh, I just got like, you know, thousands of followers on YouTube right. and they're only here because I lost weight with bright line eating. That's actually not been the case. Thank you, God. Um, and the comments I've gotten on that were like, thank you for being honest. I am also struggling, too. You know, mm -hmm. so I think just sharing with people authentically where you are and not being afraid to say, hey guys, look at me. Hey, I'm on with Tamika, I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not as skinny as I was two months ago. Ooh, right. I wish I was. I wish I could say, hey, I'm only 150, but today I'm not, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I think, I think a lot resonates. of times we wanna, we wanna share like the challenge after we get to the success That's part it. of it. That's it. But yeah, yeah, I, 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 and I struggle with that too. It's like, uh, it's very hard to be vulnerable, like in the moment while you're going through the struggle and you're like, once you get to the other side, you'll be like, Hey, I had a hard time with this, this, and this a couple months ago. But I think that's what is so attractive about the content you share on your YouTube. You're just like, Hey, this is like where I'm at right now. I'm in it like right now. Like right now, like look at me, my face is puffier. You know what I mean? I love that you said that because that's actually the summary of why I think it has taken me this long to start the YouTube channel about, or not start, but shift the YouTube channel to be exclusively about weight loss because I felt like I had to have some measure of success. Mm. I feel like um, mm. my confidence didn't hit me until I think I was like 20, 30 pounds down. Oh, I agree with so much, like I resonate with so much of what you're saying. So the weight loss journey, is that, what started a year ago is that what you're saying I, I can tell you for a fact it was labor day 2020 that i started bright line eating and Got so it. from labor day to labor day 2021 that was the bright line eating journey yeah okay and that's where the youtube really started to explode when you really oh, yeah. focused on oh, yeah. to grow on youtube you need consistency you need a niche by the way that's another reason i did not do well because although i was a beauty blogger at the very beginning i also would just throw in random mm -hmm. you know 
vlogs or day of the life. That doesn't, that doesn't work. People mm -hmm. don't know what to expect from you. Now on YouTube, they're like, yep, Angela's going to come talk about weight loss. Yeah, <laughs> She's going to yeah. talk about mindful eating or whatever the topic's going to be. They know I'm a niche now and they are not afraid to hit subscribe because of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So consistency, have your niche and anything else that you would say that, that you just attribute your success over the last year? I just think that if you're going to be on a weight loss journey, don't be embarrassed to tell people where you are and share and promote. There are people who are now doing bright light eating who have lost a lot of weight and they're like, this is it. This was what clicked for me. That's what the booker blogger told me. I'm not going to say her name because she's probably not ready to come out there yet, but right. she has, I don't even know how much she's lost, but she was like, this is what I needed. This is like what I've been looking for my entire life. And she's like, if not for you, I would not have found this mm. and this may save her life. You know, okay. what were her numbers? I don't know. Maybe she was pre-diabetic. I don't know. But yeah. for people like that, once again, I have chills for people like yeah. that, that I'm able to help, whether it's overcoming binge eating addiction or, you know, um, getting a health coach, that's what they need. Or whether they choose to do Weight Watchers with me and now, or if they do want to do bright line eating, cut out sugar and dramatically improve their numbers because they're at death's doorstep. They're morbidly obese. I don't know. But mm. if my content serves them, my work is done. So I want to ask you then about consistency, because it sounds like that's something, at least I know for me and what I'm hearing from you as well, that is still a work in progress, is kind of obtaining that consistency. What does that ultimately look like for you? For a while, when I was in the weeds of life, and you just saw my excuse why it's my toddler, my husband's a flight attendant, that was the chaos that I was in this morning before we were able to start filming. He has a very irregular schedule. He came home super late last night, and my kid was with me all morning up until 11 a.m. I had to turn on the TV because my husband was still sleeping. He's awake now, so we're cool. <laughs> but, you know, when you have a life like that and a full-time job and an Instagram and a blog and a social life, and you're trying to read these books and trying to stay up on your weight loss resources to be an actual resource yourself, it's hard. And also to lower my standards. Oh my gosh, Tamika, I'm about to tell you, you're about to hear it from me because I know you probably feel the same. It's hard for us as former TV people to put out a product that is not perfect. Mm -hmm. And Very oh, hard. Girl. I loved the video. Like that's like on the, the kind of welcome video on your YouTube where you're just like... Hey, I'm on camera and I flip into my news voice. What? You guys don't want to see that. <laughs> you want to see the real me. Like, I, I related that's, to that a thousand percent. I was like. <laughs> I personally believe that's one reason my YouTube channel didn't grow for a while because I was too much trying to be like a reporper. I was too, trying to put on yeah. that news anchor. Yeah. yeah, the fake news voice. And it just would come on instantly. Because when you're in news for almost a decade, for every day, for almost 10 years, you're like, you talk a certain way, you know, because I feel like had I shown my real gangster personality at the beginning, <laughs> I would have probably been 100,000 subscribers because I'm ghetto because I'm from Louisiana <laughs> and I didn't show it on TV. Like, because if you hang out with me in real life, I'm like, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? What's up? You know, like I'm crazy. And I think that I was trying to be super professional and that messed me up because when you look on TikTok and you look on YouTube, the people who are cray are the ones that <laughs> part of the problem is that I do have a professional PR job where I'm legit a soundbite on top story in Florida. Like that's my real job. And so I'm like, okay, my crazy, you know, my crazy personality <laughs> should be, let, let's downplay a little bit. Exactly. You know, but I do think that it's more fun for viewers, you know, because you're hitting them with the information that's helpful, yep. but it's also infotainment. Like you're also keeping them engaged because you're being fun. You know, exactly. um, so I went through a phase where I was really spending a lot of time editing videos to make them like TikTok-y and with the, you know, overlays or whatever. That phase died because I'm like, as much as I'd like to do that, mama ain't got time. Mm -hmm. So now I just am like, I'm going to just try to keep people engaged through actual valuable content. You know, like maybe it's not the TikTok style quick edits with the, you know, cutaways and stuff, but I'm telling you a super crazy important lesson that I heard on a podcast this week that I'm going to tell you the condensed version, you know, 
I think that hopefully is what's keeping people, you know, from unsubscribing to me, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you answered that question, but I also want to ask about consistency in your weight loss journey. What sure. Is, what is, sure. so like, what is your goal with that? Cause I know obviously you still have additional weight loss goals, places you want to get, Absolutely. but it sounds like, Hey, you talk about the binge eating, the yo-yo dieting. I can totally relate to the yo-yo dieting. Um, you know, what would success look like for you when it comes to your health and your weight loss goals? I love you so much for asking this question. Can you cut what I'm about to say and put it at the beginning of the interview? Because <laughs> I feel like this is important. Yeah. I prayed last night. I prayed, you know, again, as a Christian, I prayed and was like, God, show me the long-term sustainable path for me. Because I think what I'm doing is I'm going externally and I'm trying to look at, you know, should I consider intuitive eating? Should I consider, mm-hmm. you know, uh, this and that or whatever? You know, I've got a personal trainer that I'm working with right now. That's a first for me. Um, you know, what is the thing that's going to make me long-term successful and lose the weight and keep it off and not feel like I'm white knuckling it. The answer that came to me the moment that I woke up this morning is balanced and not binging. Like I woke up to those words. And if you have to put a title to this podcast, because I love you, by the way, for being a TV reporter that puts those catchy titles. I was like, whoa, that's my girl. That's my girl. You know, because I was reading your titles. I was like, oh, that's a clickable, you know, WPLG.com I'm clicking into it because I like that title. You know what I mean? At first, my initial title that, you know, when I was looking at your podcast, like, what would my title be? It would be like from binge eating addict to YouTube weight loss mentor or whatever. I really think now that my title for this podcast should be balanced, comma, not binging. How a former TV anchor, former beauty queen turned her weight loss journey into inspiration for others. I think that's what I want to do is find the balance because Girl, it's you a made balance. My, my job easier. Thank you. Girl, just, there's your title. <laughs> By the way, this one I do in PR, this one I do in our tricks. I literally tell reporters like, look, if I were doing the package, I would write it like this. And they're like, ooh, thanks. thank you. That's probably unethical. But they, they ain't got time to be writing this. You know, they got 12, they got other both sides they got to do. So I think that for me, the balance not binging is critical because Binge eating habits have been with me for so long. And although brain over binge and never binge again teach you, you can instantly stop it. History has shown me that I have not been able to stop it, even when finding an amazing program like Brightline Eating. So balance where I have those treats built in, Mm -hmm. I'm working out consistently, consistently, you know, I'm sharing authentically where I am transparently on my YouTube channel, not being afraid to tell people like, hey, I'm back up, but I'm working on it. You know, um, I think that that is what's going to be the key for me to lose it and keep it off. Because at this point, I'm less interested in the big numbers of, ooh, because with Brightline Eating, you get big numbers really fast. Yeah. Like you lose 22 pounds like that. I'm less interested in that. I just want to keep it off. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the maintenance exactly. plan for me? So I'm trying to do the maintenance plan to get, and the if it's slower, so be it. Exactly. So be it. Because yeah, it's just I want like, sushi, girl. I want sushi. Right. Because it's, it's just like, you don't always want to have to get ready. You don't want to yeah. always have to lose the weight for this vacation, for this wedding, for this event. And I for feel the bikini like competition for, for the bikini <laughs> competition. Right. And because I, I totally agree, like building it in is something that I've never done. So it becomes something very restrictive. But then it's like, hey, yeah. when that thing you're working towards is over and you did great and whatever, you go back to how you were eating before. At least that's what I would yeah. do. And then it all comes back. It is what it is. That's, you know, the yo-yo effect, if you will. But, you know, you when you know better, you do better. And all I can do is take that hunger that I have for what is it, you know, how can I 
and take it to the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's my model and that's my mission, you know, because again, I do come from a storyteller back, background. So I'm gonna take my new skills and I'm gonna edit a daggone video, you know, or I'm gonna get on camera and I'm gonna say, hey guys, what's up? Today's lesson is yada, yada, yada. I love that. Tell everyone how they can find you, your YouTube, your social media, all the things. <laughs> I'm easy to find. It's Angela Cruz on everything, whether it's, you know, TikTok, it's YouTube, you know, whatever. My blog is Angela-Cruz.com. I don't do much blogging. That's not really my thing right now. Um, I'm more into the YouTube and Instagram life, you know, but um, I would welcome anybody to come follow me if they are struggling themselves, because I think one of my strengths is as a former TV reporter, I look for multiple sources. So I'm constantly reading. I have mentioned several podcasts to you. I listen yes. to YouTube videos. Like I'm looking at the Weight Watchers app. Like I'm always, always, you know, every day I'm learning. And so that's why I try to t- take the best of what I've learned and filter it down for my followers. And lastly, I always like to ask, you know, your health tip or wellness tip that is important for you to incorporate into your routine, maybe something actionable you could offer to other people who might be either struggling with binge eating, yo-yo dieting, consistency. What's something that has certainly helped you that you would offer? So an actionable item that I think is spoken frequently, but you can't underestimate the importance of it is pre-plan and pre-track and pre-pack because, and that's a, you know, the pre-track, is the Weight Watchers thing, but it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, using my fitness pal or whatever. The thing about willpower, and I could do a whole other podcast about this, but literally the summary is that the thing about your willpower is that it gets tapped out throughout the day. Mm. It is like a muscle. And if you predetermine the food that you will eat the night before or that morning when your willpower is at its highest, you're dramatically more likely to follow through. When I personally pre-track on the Weight Watchers app what I'm going to eat for the next day, that also keeps me like, because then I don't have to make the decisions in the moment. I've read right. that you make an average of 257 food decisions a day. Whereas when you pre-plan and pre-track, you have zero food decisions the next day. You just execute the plan. And then another tip for me, because I do work and I am busy, is pre-pack. Like when I meal prep, you know, that's so generic. I'm sure you did, you know, mm-hmm. tons of podcasts with people about like the importance of meal prepping and having food readily available that you want. Another tip too, that's a little aside from that, that I do think is important is if you are in the binge eating stage, pr- plan for food that you actually look forward to eating. That was mm-hmm. a game changing tip for me too, because what was happening for me with Bright Lane Eating is I was pre-planning foods like salads that were like beans on it or lentils. And I was like, dang. And then the next day I'd look at it and I'd be like, I'm so not in the mood to eat that. You know, um, and then when I started planning stuff like spaghetti squash casserole with cheese, then I was like, ooh, I'm good, I'll eat that right now. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So planning food that you look forward to is also important. I love that, that's great advice. So hey, I got some work to do. (laughs) You know, the journey's never over. And I, I love this, I mean, this has been so great. We have so much in common. Yes, we gotta hang out. I'm we have lunch. to for sure. <laughs> Salads. Awesome. I'm just kidding. Salad or sushi. <laughs> Angela, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add that I didn't ask you before we go? That is so funny because in the PR world, we're like always take the opportunity if somebody asks you at the end. If a reporter asks you, is there anything else you want to add? You know, push back your website or whatever. But the truth is, I feel like we covered it. I am appreciative of you and your podcast because I know you're helping others too. And I I saw the plethora of, you know, topics that you cover. I mean, just everything. I was like, wow, I I love that because you, your motto is, you know, without help, you have nothing. Yes, girl. That's the truth. That's it. So keep on doing you. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. And hey, you've got a subscriber out of me. I'll be checking in on your content. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. 
Angela Cruz is incredibly open, honest, vulnerable, and authentic. So make sure you check out her YouTube channel where you're gonna get a ton of great content, learn and just connect with her, build community around health and weight loss. I'm there, so I wanna see you there as well. And make sure, hey, you connect with me if you haven't already, I'm all the places. I'm also on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So I'd love to see you because each and every week I come back with new episodes and I'd hate for you to miss out. So make sure you stay connected with me. And until I see you back next week, because I know I'll see you then, stay happy, stay healthy.